listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice in Peter's season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? It's podcast number 164. Welcome to it. I'm your host, Reality Steve, and we got a good show for you today. It's, again, just going to be me talking, and we're going to go through the Rose Ceremony by Rose Ceremony spoilers for Peter's season. Plus, I've got some new information for you. This podcast will also be in written form, if you don't want to listen to me talk about it, where I'll be able to probably maybe explain things better than I can write them. Then you can just go um, to the column if you don't want to listen, and the the column will have everything uh, laid out for you as much as I know up to this point. And the reason I have changed, and I'm calling them Rose Ceremony by Rose Ceremony spoilers now, is because the episodes are so wacky, and I just don't know how each episode is going to end. If each episode was like it used to be, where the episode starts and we get three dates and it ends with a rose ceremony, it'd be very easy to just say, hey, here's your episode by episode spoilers. But... Because we're so far behind already, and we're only through one episode, uh, I explained it in my column yesterday, but when episode two begins, we have to finish up the Peter and Hannah conversation, we have to get to the cocktail party of the rose ceremony, which has Champagne Gate, then we have the rose ceremony for episode number, or for rose ceremony number two, and then it it starts with a group date, and that's it. That's all we're going to get through for episode number two that you see this upcoming Monday. They're only going to get through the first group date. So when episode three rolls around on January 20th, that's when they finish up what would normally be shown in episode two. Like it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a mess to be honest with you. Um, so that's why we're looking at rose ceremony by rose ceremony now. And when I say rose ceremony, number three spoilers, it's everything that happens that leads up to, the rose ceremony in episode three, and then the spoilers end with that. All this stuff, like I said, is written on, is going to be written on my site, and you can find it on my Instagram page where it'll be on my feed and in my Instagram story, and the Instagram story, as you know, only stays up for 24 hours, but it'll be on my feed, and the first picture you see will say rose ceremony spoilers number three. I already have rose ceremony Spoilers number one and two up on my feed, and since we haven't gotten to the Rose Ceremony number two spoilers yet um, on the show, that's not coming until Monday, you've got that coming right now, you'll have it on the site, and it's it's been up on the site actually for a week. So, um, however, before we get to the Rose Ceremony by Rose Ceremony spoilers, I do want to fill you in right away on the information that I can give you which might help some things, clear up some things, but it definitely is starting to fill in some puzzle pieces, okay? This one I'm really happy to get off my chest, um, and I am thankful for it. I hope people listen. I'm guessing a lot of people won't because they're, they just have such a hard-on for these two, but what I can report right now is that Hannah Brown has nothing to do with the end of Peter's season. Nothing. 
so we can throw out every single theory, every single speculation, every single guess that people have that somehow Hannah Brown is involved in the end of this thing, I can report to you today that she's not. And look, I understand that many of you want Peter to end up with Hannah Brown. He doesn't. And nothing I do is going to convince you other than I got to say, you got to trust me. No different than any other spoiler I give you where I can't give you how I know. I just know. Hannah Brown has nothing to do with the rest of Peter's season. After Monday's episode starts, we'll get the ending of their conversation. You'll never see her again this season. Nor is she going to be any part of the finale um, Chris Harrison in the you know the clip that we see is, has nothing to do with, oh, Hannah's here or whatever. Like, nothing of that. Hannah Brown is not part of Peter's season the rest of the way. Okay? Not as a contestant. It's just the information given to me, like, no. Done. And as I mentioned in my column yesterday, there are certain things that are out there on social media that kind of point to that as well, but that's not the reason why I'm now reporting this. It's not just me just making an assumption. It's because this is what I've been told. She's not part of it. So I understand that a lot of you want Peter and Hannah Brown to end up together, and you're not going to believe me, and you're probably going to hold out hope until the end. I'm just telling you today on January 9th, she's not. One other thing I wanted to hit on, and that's the flash forward they did at the beginning of the season. To start off this past Monday's show, we have Chris Harrison talking to Peter, and he says, before you do what you're about to do, there's something you need, that you should know. There's something I just found out. All of us just found out. I'm not sure how this all ends, so I just wanted to give you a heads up. I don't know what that is yet. I don't know what Chris is referring to. I don't know what the whole situation is. However, I really do believe that that situation, at the end of this, when we watch the finale, we're going to look back and say, oh, it wasn't really that big of a deal. And I know you can say, well, how can you say that if you don't know what it is? I just have a really good sense that that scene was shown for a reason to get people talking and I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Because, yes, we see Peter distraught at the final rose ceremony, but we don't necessarily see Peter distraught as a result of what Chris Harrison is telling him. We see interspersed clips of Peter at the rose ceremony saying, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm sick, you know, walking around. We don't know if it's because what Chris Harrison said, because we don't have context of what Chris Harrison says to him and at what point he says that to him at the final rose ceremony. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. And here's a perfect example I can give to you that kind of relates to it. For those who aren't Johnny Come Lately fans of this show, if you remember back to Sean Lowe's season, and I know a whole five years ago, if you remember Sean Lowe's season, I don't remember the exact date, but within a week of his season ending filming, my spoiler came out, Sean Lowe got engaged to Catherine at the end. So the season went on and, you know, we had our dates or whatever. People obviously questioned it because Catherine was so just not a major factor in the show. People were looking at other people as who could he possibly be with because Catherine just wasn't getting a lot of camera time and didn't get her first one-on-one, I believe, until episode five or six. But 
I don't know if you remember this. I certainly do because it <laughs> it became horribly annoying. And I can't remember exactly how far out from the finale we were, but I want to say two or three weeks before the finale, like as we were getting down to the end, and at the end of the episode, they would do a coming up on the rest of the season of The Bachelor. You remember what they showed? They showed footage of Sean standing there at the final rose ceremony in Thailand and Chris Harrison walking up to him and handing him a letter and saying, I don't know the exact words, but paraphrasing, you need to read this. And America lost their shit. And they lost their shit on me because it became, oh my God, Steve, who wrote the letter? What's in the letter? What's going on? Did somebody leave Sean at the altar and leave him a letter and take off? Those fans of the show and who are watching on Sean's season, I know it's hard to think back on it now, but trust me, I lived it. It was like the biggest thing in the world back then. What is the letter and who wrote it? What's in it? Who wrote it? And what does it have to do with the ending? Does this change the ending, Steve? Is he is he not with Cash that are in? Are you sure your spoilers are right? And I remember what I said at the time. I said, look, I don't know who wrote the letter. I don't know what's in the letter. But I'm telling you, this season ends with Sean engaged to Catherine. And you know what the letter ended up being? Catherine wrote him a letter the night before the final rose ceremony telling him, you know, she loved him. She was so ready to go on this journey with him and so looking forward to it. And that's all it was. It ended up not being a big deal. But when they edited it into the previews for the rest of the season, you bet your ass it was a big deal to everybody. So I'm just saying. They know what they're doing with their edits and what they show. And I just have a major, major feeling that the conversation with Chris, when we look back on it, when it airs, if I don't get the answer before it airs, when we look back on it, I think we're going to go, oh, geez. Yeah, it was he he gave him some info, but it wasn't like earth shattering. So that's something I wanted to bring up. The other thing, last point um, before we get to... Uh, the Rose Ceremony by Rose Ceremony spoilers. This whole thing with Peter having such confidence and almost bordering on arrogance saying that um, this season's not going to be spoiled and no one's going to find out his ending. What's interesting to me is there's only so many outcomes it could possibly be. You know, it's not like we're down to (laughs) it's going to be a one in 30 chance of who Peter ends up with at the end of this thing. Like, We're down after I just told you that Hannah Brown has no part of this ending. Trust me, she doesn't. We're down to three possibilities. Madison, in terms of who is Peter with? Or is he single? Is he with Madison? Or is he with Hannah Ann? And I I, I can pretty much rule out single. I really don't think Peter is single. So it's not like we've got all these different possibilities of what could it be I think when Peter is talking about no one's going to spoil my ending I think it's him not thinking I I, I have a feeling it's more he doesn't think we're going to find out more about the how than the who like how we get to the point of how this season ends not the who because there's really only two possibilities here. It's Hannah Ann or it's Madison. It's not Victoria Fuller. Trust me. She's out of the picture. 
It's not Kelsey Weir, who finished fourth. It's not Kelly Flanagan, who finished fifth. It's not Natasha, you know, and he's not with somebody who finished seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. Like, there isn't many people he can end up with at the end of this thing. And until today, you thought Hannah Brown was a possibility. She's not. We're talking about his final two. I think when Peter says no one's going to know and, you know, I didn't see it coming from a mile away, all this stuff, he's talking about the how and all the stuff that goes down, which I think there's a lot of moving parts this season. I really do. But in terms of the who, like, there's just not a lot of possibilities, Peter. So stop saying, like, it's. I, I really do think he's talking about all the craziness that does happen at the end because – Again, I'm starting to hear more and more things. Today, I gave you, just cross Anna Brown off your list. It ain't happening. Um, so that's what I wanted to get to before we get into the Rose Ceremony by Rose Ceremony spoilers. So as we get into the Rose Ceremony by Rose Ceremony spoilers, I- I've said this for the last couple of weeks. When I do, when I was finally posting these, you'll realize that you already know almost all of this. I mean, there's literally a few in the overseas dates where... Maybe you didn't know who got a one-on-one or whatever, and I don't even have all those anyway. Um, things are going to be changing all season. I'll be adding bits and pieces to this column, this Rose Ceremony by Rose Ceremony spoiler column, all season long, mostly for the overseas stuff, because I hopefully will find that out. Because once we got into hometown dates and I started hearing all the Victoria Fuller stuff, that took up so much of my time that I never really went back and tried to dig about, well, what happened in the overseas dates? Because honestly, it just, in the grand scheme of things, it just it wasn't important to me. I understand that you want every single date and every single episode and so you can win your brackets. And trust me, I'll fill it out as we go along. But um, right now, we're just going to go over um, where we picked up off Monday, and I'll be able to verbally talk out some things that uh, happened this season. All right, so we pick up where Monday's episode left off, and Peter and Hannah, they end their conversation. The cocktail party. Uh, well, obviously, then there's the after party for that date, the Hannah Brown sex date. Peter basically tells the women, I can't do this, not in a good headspace, I'll see you guys tonight because of his conversation with Hannah. That night, a lot of the women are upset that Hannah is still around. We've seen the previews, a lot of them are crying, and they're like, how are we supposed to compete with this? Clearly, Peter tells them, like, look, okay, I'm here for you. Uh, that's in the past. We hashed it out. We're done. Um, and uh, who gets the group date rose? Oh, that's Sydney. Sydney gets the uh, group date rose on that date, I believe. Yeah. Wait, is that right? Let me double check. Sorry. I uh, probably should have had this ready and pulled up. Um, the uh, not quite school. That was the other one. Yeah, Sydney got the group date rose at the uh, after party of the sex date, which never even took place during the day. Okay. The cocktail party. That's where champagne gate happens. And basically Kelsey brought a two year old bottle of champagne to open up with Peter. However, production gave it to Hannah Ann. And during the cocktail party, she brings him outside. They open up, they toast. Obviously Kelsey was told to interrupt them. And she sees that Hannah Ann is opening up her bottle, her and Peter and Kelsey like goes off on Hannah Ann. Now, it's ultimately been patched up because these two have been friendly with each other on um on social media. 
But at the time, you're going to see on Monday's episode, it's a, she really goes off on her and is really pissed off and very upset and cries. Um, but the funny thing is, if Hannah Ann was being truly honest, she would have said, uh, Kelsey, a producer gave this to me. I had no idea it was yours. Now, what she says on the show is, I had no idea it was yours, but she doesn't tell her a producer gave it to me because they can't give away the show. They can't give away the fact that producers have a hand in basically everything that happens on this show. So that's Champagne Gate. However, it's not going to be to, to the average person. It's going to be like, why does Han- why did Hannah Ann? Oh, that sucks. Why did Hannah Ann open that up? That sucks. But trust me, it was given to her by a producer without her knowledge that it was Kelsey's bottle. And the Rose Ceremony eliminations are Lauren Jones, Peyton Moran, and Courtney Perry. Episode three, or sorry, Rose Ceremony number three, uh, the two group dates. The first one is the uh, fashion show, the Revolve fashion show, eight women at Academy in L.A. And uh, the judges are Carson Kressley, Janice Dickinson, and the CEO for Revolve. The two finalists in the fashion show are Hannah Ann and Victoria Fuller. Uh, Victoria Fuller, during they, they just basically model clothes, and Victoria Fuller um, is in lingerie. She's the only one in lingerie, and she like gestures to uh, she she gestures to Peter to come up on stage, and she makes out with him on stage. But Hannah Ann wins the competition, and she gets like revolve clothes, and she kisses kisses Peter on stage at the after party. Though um, I guess Victoria Fuller's sexuality uh, turned Peter on and Victoria Fuller got the group date rose on that date. The one-on-one is Victoria Paul. That was when they went line dancing and rode the mechanical bull. There are plenty of pictures. Uh, If you go check this out online, there were a couple of tabloid sites that uh, had pictures that day. And um, Victoria obviously ended up getting the rose. I also believe on this date, Victoria tells him, I don't want to, I don't know the exact wording, but I heard she tells him she's falling in love with him or she is in love with him. And um, so, yeah, she drops the L word, I think, pretty early. Uh, the group date uh, is the, the second group date of this episode before Rose Summer number three is the uh, pillow fight, the the Demi extreme pillow fight. Demi being the, uh, you know, the goody two shoes of this franchise and she can do no wrong. And somehow they have to incorporate her into every season, apparently. And she's the one that puts on an extreme pillow fight. There's eight women on the date. This is interesting because Alea and Sydney are in the finals of this, but apparently from the people that were there, because this was done in front of a live audience, they fought like three or four times, and everyone else only fought once. So it looks like this was being set up, and producers were actually doing. They were actually doing some stuff where they were setting things up. Because why would you have Alea and and Sydney fight three or four times, and everyone else only gets once? Anyway, Alea beat Sydney in the finals. It got really aggressive. There was some hair pulling. There was a lot of good wax with the pillow, and it got kind of aggressive. Later on at the after party, Sydney told Peter that she felt that there was someone in the house that was kind of different in front of the cameras than around the rest of the women, but didn't name anybody by name. Uh, but she left it at that, and that kind of left a sour taste in Peter's mouth. The next day, they canceled the cocktail party for the rose ceremony so they could have a pool party during the day. And this is where the kind of the Sydney Victoria P versus Alea battle begins. Essentially, the whole pool party becomes 
Peter asking around to a lot of the women what they think of Alea. And I think he even asks people like, or I think he even calls Sydney out and says, who are you talking about that does this? And then she admits it was Alea. And then so the whole pool party is not a lot of fun because Peter is going around trying to find shit out. And um, what's interesting up to this point, and maybe it'll be shown in episode two on Monday or leading into episode three, that we all know that Victoria P. and Alea competed in Miss USA last year. And there's plenty of evidence online that these two were friends. They were. This was not a Hannah Brown, Kaylin situation going into last season. What's weird is this show hasn't even acknowledged the fact that Alea and Victoria P. were friends going into the show, or I don't even think they've been in the same shot in episode one. I don't even think they've shown them talking. Um, but, I mean, we know from social media that they were fine. However, whatever happened... Victoria P. turned on Alea at that pool party because she told Peter that she thinks that Alea is a liar and she's like a manipulator and not here for the right reasons and there for Instagram followers and all that stuff. So the pool party is not a lot of fun and it's basically the gang up on Alea pool party. Um, women that didn't get dates that episode were Madison Pruitt and Jasmine Wynn and then the Rose Ceremony eliminations were Alea. Jasmine, Sarah Coffin, rest in peace, and uh, Alexa Caves. Those are the four that go home. Then we go to Virginia. Uh, Virginia. We go to Ohio, and Victoria has the first one-on-one. You know all about this, the Chase Rice concert date. She was hooking up slash dating Chase pre-show. I heard she was even in a concert in North Carolina one week before she left for filming. Chase was very well aware that Victoria was going on the show. She told him she was going to be a contestant on The Bachelor. We all saw the photos and videos from that date, but if you didn't, they're on my site today. Plenty of stuff that you might have missed during filming. And Victoria doesn't know. And the contestants don't know when they go on a date, even if Peter says, hey, I got a surprise for you. You know, and they walk into a room or they hear music playing and they realize, oh, it's a private concert. Well, you see on my site today the videos of Victoria when she first sees that Chase Rice is the musical performer on their date and you could tell she is so embarrassed and just hiding her face and like oh my god I can't believe production did me like this which they did and you I I, I linked to it again today it was in yesterday's column about Robert Mills pre-show someone specifically asked him like hey we heard this season there's a girl that has a concert date and she happened to date the guy that is the performer and they're like yeah you know we know things and we're not overproducing, but when we have that information made to us, yeah, we're going to run with it. So they basically admit that they set Victoria up and she absolutely was going to be on that date because they wanted to create awkwardness. And they certainly did. She obviously ends up getting the rose. I don't think anything comes of it. Um, I, I think I, I was told that I think she tells Peter after the date um, on a dinner portion. I think they have dinner after the date and she tells him about a pass with Chase Rice, but obviously it's not that big of a deal because he keeps her around. Uh, the group date is a flag football date at Brown Stadium with 13 women. Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett were supposed to be part of it, but that not ended up being the case, so it was former Brown Josh Cribbs and the leader of the Dog Pound. So kind of a step down, if you ask me. The interesting thing, though, about this group date is, and this, is the, this takes up the rest of this episode, um, is Alea comes back. Because Alea felt that Peter eliminated her based off of everybody basically saying things about her that weren't true. So she comes back and she shows up at the group date after party when 13 women are there. 
And clearly there are people there that don't think this is great, don't want her there um, because they don't feel right about her. And Peter ends up giving Alea the group date rose. And she gets it, and obviously that sets some people off. What's interesting, though, is Alea was home for a day. So as a contestant on this show, obviously you're going online when you're home, and Alea must have read online the day before she arrived in Cleveland was P- was Peter's date with Victoria and the Chase Rice stuff that I was reporting in real time. So clearly she saw it somewhere. Um, and she goes, and I guess after the group date, at some point, whether it was the next day during Kelsey's one-on-one, whatever, at some point Alea brings up to somebody that she heard that uh, Victoria had a pass with Chase Rice. And I guess after Victoria's one-on-one, she never told anybody because that was news to people in the house it gets back to Victoria that Alea said that, and Victoria goes on an expletive-filled tirade on Alea for, I guess, revealing that. I, I don't really understand it, but I heard it's pretty bad, and I heard there's a lot of cursing, and chews her out uh, for, I, I guess, telling the women that she had a pass with Chase Rice, and so that lingers. Um, it happens during uh, the next day is Kelsey Weir's one-on-one date. That was the soapbox racing. There's plenty of video and footage and pictures of that uh, on the site today. She obviously gets a rose. And then at the cock- at the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, Alea and Peter uh, talk. And I don't know if they're going to make it seem like Alea left on her own or if Peter just decided this isn't a good idea. I shouldn't have given you the rose because she's being attacked in the house. Um, doesn't seem like anybody likes her. They all think she's fake or phony, whatever the case may be. Peter even talks to Victoria P apparently and sits there with Victoria P and Alea and Victoria P to Alea's face. And from everything that I've gathered still sticks by her story that she's not friends with Alea. So the whole thing is just kind of awkward. And um, so I don't know how they're going to show it in terms of who leaves. If Peter just says, if, if they make it seem like it's Peter's decision or if Alea left on her own, I was told that Alea left on her own. Like, Alea was just like, I can't do this anymore. These women hate me. Like, it's just, it's not, uh, it's not fun for me. But maybe they'll make it seem like Peter did it. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But Alea leaves, and um, the other women eliminated at the Rose Ceremony are Kiara Norman, Savannah Mullins, and DeAndre Canoe. So then we're heading off to um, Costa Rica. And as you'll see on the site, when they went overseas, no pictures and no videos got out of anything. Nobody even saw them walking around towns. So there's nothing out there. And I've only got a few things that I can add. And I will fill this in as the season goes along because I think I'll find stuff out a little bit later on because I'm going to start going back and doing some digging and seeing what I can find out, if anything. But, um, I mean, we've got... (laughs) We've got, like... (laughs) Costa Rica's up first. The one-on-ones in Costa Rica are Sydney and Kelly Flanagan. I do know that. They obviously both get roses. Well, not obviously, but I'm telling you. They both get roses. I don't know what the group date is on any of the overseas dates. So those are empty on my site. Um, but Sheehan and Lexi Buchanan went home in Costa Rica. So they go from 12 to 10. Then 10 women go to Chile. And I know Hannah Ann gets her first date in Chile. And Victoria Fuller gets a date in Chile. And then I don't know what the group date is. This episode is 
when Victoria Paul and Peter talk, and apparently they were just on different pages. Uh, they mutually agreed to part ways, but again, I don't know how the show is going to choose to show it, if they're going to make it seem like Victoria walked out on him. Um, what we do know is the very next day after Victoria left early in Chile, the very next day, she had to the, Miss Louisiana was crowned for 2019, and um, Victoria was the 2018 winner. So, or maybe I have the years mixed up because pageants confuse me. But Victoria was back the very next night at, at Miss Louisiana, crowning her successor. So, I'm sure that probably played a role into it. It's very, very suspicious and very convenient that Victoria Paul left the show the day before she had to be back in Louisiana to crown her successor. So. Take that for what it is. There's pictures of her arriving at the airport in uh, Louisiana that day. But uh, in that episode, Victoria obviously went home, and then so did uh, Sydney Hightower, McKenna Dunn, and Tammy Lye. So six women left that go to Lima, Peru before uh, hometowns, and that's Natasha, Kelsey, Hannah Ann, Madison, Kelly, and Victoria Fuller. We know that the episode before hometowns in the last few seasons are – dates and roses are given out on the date. If you get a rose on your date, then obviously you're secure and you're set for a hometown and there's no rose ceremony on that episode. Two things that I do know in this, um, Natasha Parker got a one-on-one date and she didn't get a rose on her. So she immediately left. So now there's only five women left and we know who the four are that made the final four. So Kelly, uh, Flanagan had to have been on the group date. I don't know if it was a three person group date or a four person group date. And, um, Kelly obviously doesn't get a rose, and your final four are Hannah Ann, Madison Pruitt, Victoria Fuller, and Kelsey Weir. So you know who your final four are, and there's pictures and video of Madison's, there's pictures and video of Victoria's, uh, nothing from Hannah Sluss, although there is um, info of what they did. They went, uh, I think they did axe throw. They went to an axe throwing place. I do know that. And then um, there's some stuff, some brief stuff about uh, Kelsey's hometown. But the biggest thing on hometowns is when uh, back at the time that it happened on October 28th, which was the second hometown date, and that was Victoria's, is that was the day I came out and had the expose on her past and what happens on that hometown date in the day portion. And um, in the day portion of that date, um, Peter is, con- uh, she has a pr- little private concert with Hunter Hayes. Peter, um, after the concert is confronted by an ex-girlfriend named Marissa Pence, who was invited there by production. Marissa's there to tell her about Victoria's past. And obviously Peter is not thrilled with it and, uh, find out after the fact at the time, I didn't know, but uh, I have reported this either on a podcast or in writing, um, so what happened was they leave that part of the, the day portion of the date. They head over to the parents' house, and Peter and Victoria break up uh, outside of her house. Like, Peter never meets Victoria's family and never goes inside. I guess it all happens on the street. Uh, there is video footage that you see Victoria in the season previews in a white jacket and saying, get away from me, and then she's talking to the camera, that must be the breakup because um, it happened in the streets before they went into the house. And they ended things, and Peter broke up with her. Uh, Obviously, I don't know the conversation, don't really know what was said, but um, he ended things with her. However, the next morning, 
before Peter left to go fly to Knoxville, Tennessee, Victoria went to his hotel room and I guess talked him back into at least giving her a chance or whatever. And we know he does because at the next rose ceremony, Peter gave the rose to Victoria, Hannah Ann, and Madison. And those are the three that uh, go uh, to Australia for the overnights. And uh, yeah, so Kelsey got eliminated at the final four rose ceremony. And then at the final three rose ceremony, we know it's Victoria Fuller that got eliminated. And Hannah and Madison are your final two. And there's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm going to be filling in on from the overnight dates and the ending once I hear more and confirm more. I have been hearing more things. I'm close to confirming something that happened uh, during that time when we were down to final three and kind of what's going on there. But I just want to make, obviously, doubly sure of it. So the spoilers today that you're going to see on the site basically just cover up to that point and then just leaving it as, hey, your finals are Hannah Ann and Madison. And then I'm going to link back to the stuff I reported and uh, talked about last week in terms of, look, I don't know. We know what Peter is saying publicly about no one's going to find out my ending and all this stuff. And I told you my thoughts on that at the beginning. So. That's kind of a refresher course. That kind of just rips through your uh, rose ceremony by rose ceremony spoilers. You knew all the eliminations. You just don't know. Basically, I don't know what the any of the group dates are overseas, and I don't know how the episode before Hometowns broke down in terms of who got dates other than I know Kelsey Weir did, and I know that Natasha did, and Natasha got sent home on hers. But other than that, um, I'll try and fill stuff in as, as we go along uh, this season. But right now, you know, obviously we're trying. The ending is the big thing to everybody. Like, what's going on? And what is Chris Harrison talking about? And Peter's mom, what is she saying? And and all this stuff. So I, I will I will get to that. But the biggest thing, uh, just I know it's for people that are Peter and Hannah Brown fans, I know it's going to be hard to accept, but you're just going to have to trust me on this one. She has nothing to do with the rest of the season after uh, they wrap up their conversation in this upcoming Monday's episode. Um Sorry, it's just, it's not happening. So, and then just the other thing about Chris Harrison's uh, speech to Peter at the final rose ceremony, I think it's I think it's going to be something that we look back on and say, oh, geez, they got us. It's like, yeah, he told them something, but it wasn't nearly as what they made it out to be. You know, and I, you know, I, I referenced the Sean and Catherine thing when Chris Harrison gave him a letter and everyone freaked out about that. What about Colton last season standing on top of the castle? We see a picture of him standing in a castle with a ring box. And that doesn't even get that and that never even make the final cut of when we saw the finale. Colton was never standing at a castle with a ring box in his hand. He played along with what producers told him to do and they did it to throw people off. And they did because Colton never even proposed to Cassie. Like he didn't even have a final road ceremony where he even was standing on a castle or even could have brought Cassie to that castle. And had a even mentioned the fact that there was a ring box that he had. Like, nothing. It was just complete and utter manipulation on the producer's part, which they're, which they're, that's what they do. I mean, this is, we know this. This is what the show does. So I will fill you in as the season goes on. It's kind of fun. I can't, I'm kind of digging it. I'm liking giving stuff piece by piece and finding stuff out and being able to confirm stuff. So it, uh, it's great. So, uh, yeah, that's your, uh, Rose ceremony, rose ceremony, rose ceremony by rose ceremony spoilers. It's up on the site today. 
And as the season goes on, every Monday night, once the episode ends on East Coast and Central Time, I will put the new Rose Ceremony number three spoilers up and then Rose Ceremony number four spoilers and so on and so forth. I'll put those up as the season goes on. So you have like almost a Cliff Notes version of something to look at. And it'll be up on the Instagram story as well. Thank you all for tuning in to podcast number 164. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. We'll be back next week. We'll definitely have a guest. And um, I don't know who it is yet, but I can guarantee you we'll have one. Also, Ashley Spivey and I back on the He Said, She Said train. If you want to be a part of the He Said, She Said podcast, please email me. Let me know your name. Let me know what time zone you're in, the best times you can record, and download Skype. And we record on Skype audio. And if you want to be a part of that and you have an issue you want to talk to us about, could be anything, uh, let us know. And we'll get you on the next show that we plan on doing, which I think will be released in two weeks. So what we can possibly record uh, next week, we're up for recording. So get to me if you want to do that. So thank you all for tuning in to the Reality C podcast. I really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. See you.